everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pippin Patalopsicopolis podcast, where we talk everything Avatar, from Avatar Aang to Avatar Zang. I'm your host, Daniel, and I'm joined here, as always, by my co-host, Avatar and expert. the lovely Andrea. The lovely Avatar <laughs> <laughs> expert, Andrea. <laughs> so, how's it going, Andrea? It's going, um, it's okay. Work is just beating me to the ground, to the pulp. Uh, but that's okay. I feel you there. Yeah. I feel you there. <laughs> Same boat over here. I moved, sort of. I'm in between places. I can say that. I've never had, I can't, I've, something I've always wanted to say, you know. I'm in between places, you know, whatever. It sounds like oh, something wow. people say. I'm at my parents' house right now. I don't have a desk. Uh, I was going to record on my PC, but we had some technical difficulties just before we started. <laughs> I was freaking out. I was like, how does it work on my laptop? It, it doesn't make sense. It should have worked. I don't know what was going on. I'm going to have to look into that. But but yeah, I'm, I'm like at everything. All my stuff right now is on like my childhood drawers and it just doesn't fit. Like I can move my mouse. If I move it to the right, it's just going to fall off. So I do very like minor slight movements. So it takes forever to get to anywhere on the on the computer. But yeah, everything everything's all over the place. Everything I own is in boxes. And you know when you're packing, you're like, let's just put everything in boxes. We're not going to need this. And then you immediately need it. And you're like, I don't know where I put it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm not as tired this week as I was last week. I want to. Oh, I am. <laughs> I, I, I want to apologize for last week because I was like in a bad mood and I felt I don't know. I just felt like after the the podcast and I was like, ah, that was a bad podcast. Like that was a bad episode. I wasn't. I feel like it. we all just chose violence that episode. I think yeah. I was just. I don't know what was happening. I don't know if it was Jasmine who was back. Yeah, uh, stop! Don't, don't blame know. her. We all just had a rough week. I think so, but. But yeah, I just want to apologize on my part because, I mean, I don't think I was like horrible, but I just felt disappointed in myself afterwards. And I felt so bad that the next day I was like, I'm not even going to edit this. I don't want to edit this. So I just put it out there. So whoever listened last week, that is what the podcast sounds like without <laughs> anything done to it, minus like audio editing, which are preset, which are Presets I already have saved, so you know I just click a button at this point for those. But there, you know, you get you got all the butts and us and all the really long pauses in between. Mm, delicious. <laughs> so there you go. You got all the Daniel sounds, which I cut out too. Deeply. I hate those. <laughs> um. Anyways, welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, you know, uh, we talk Avatar stuff. Um. And uh, there's some Avatar news. This week, there is. There is. Korra will return, is what it says here. What I have in front of me is this what you're also referring to, Andrea? Um, maybe actually, no, because okay. mine isn't set in stone. Mine's still waiting for the big announcement, but I there is Avatar news that I have. Okay, well, this is the Avatar news I read, which was. Uh, there, it's officially confirmed that there's a new Legend of Korra trilogy in the works at Dark Horse. Dark Horse is a graphic novel comic company making all kinds of co- cool stuff. But yeah, it looks like there's going to be more Legend of Korra stuff coming out. So that's exciting. I've never read any of the comics or anything. But, you know, we're we're going to get there. We're going to talk about it someday. So excited for that um what else i feel like there was another thing i just can't remember it right now maybe it's what you're going to talk about um so this is also about dark horse but they're releasing second editions of the avatar art books hmm. so there's one for avatar and then one for each season of Korra. but then there's this like extra book and they haven't announced what it is but they're like 
it's pretty big, pretty huge. Nice. So there's a sixth book in the future, but they haven't really announced what it is yet. So that's exciting. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so this is something we like talked about before. It's not like Avatar news per se, but it's Avatar adjacent in a way. It's just uh, the creator. I believe it was Brian. I got to look it up again. Hold on. It is Brian. Okay, here it is. So Brian, uh, I said I was going to talk about when stuff came out and I, I forgot. And so when we talked about it, the next week, some stuff came out. And it sounds not like, I mean, it is my cup of tea, but it's not like my favorite cup of tea, I would say. It's like jazzy sort of, but not jazzy. It's it's like, I don't even know what it is, but it, I liked it. Uh, there's like a couple... Like a one song out, like one thing out, and like a, I think there's two things out at this point. But if you like kind of jazzy stuff, that's what it. That's what the first thing that they've he's uh produced, I guess. Um, I don't know what kind of music do you like, Andrea? It looks like uh, I lost Andrea here for a minute, so give me one second. Okay, so there's this is just like for Daniel's editing's sake, um. It's been silent for a really long time because Skype died and then it said you weren't online. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just going to keep the silence here. So um, enjoy it. <laughs> so my internet just went out, which I already told the audience that. Uh, oh, I, I didn't hear a thing. Cool. Where did I leave off? I felt like I was just talking. Um, the last thing I heard was the word jazz. Okay. So Brian's thing, it, the the thing he put out, one of the first things he put out was a just a, it's like jazz, but not jazz. I feel like it's a little jazzy, but it's better than jazz. I, don't, I like jazz, but jazz is just like sounds. At one point, like you can play jazz, but you don't even, like jazz doesn't play the right notes. So there's like. What are you, in? pack it up, Angela. Yeah, like I'm just like I like jazz. I was in jazz band, but you know this sounds jazzy, but it's not super jazzy. Like it's different jazzy. It's more like bluish jazzy, I would say. I don't know. But then after I said that, I was asking uh, before I realized my internet went out. I was saying, what kind of music do you like, Andrea? Oh well, I like. I feel like I just like specific artists, not really genres. Okay, I will listen to anything but country. That's like Same. the really really general foundation base of it um but my favorite artists are five seconds of summer halsey that, that's like all i listen to nice panic at the disco fall boy those are like the main ones um i'm all over the place it's like yeah oh metallica that's another one i like it's very dra- like a drastic difference big time rush can't forget big time rush <laughs> Never forget Big Time Rush. Speaking of music, does it? I, I don't know if we talked about this. I feel like we might have talked about this like off the air, but does it bother you that there's no official Avatar The Last Airbender like soundtrack? Yes, it does bother me because there are so many times when I'm at work that I wish I could just have these calming tunes. Exactly. Because the Lord is testing me with these dumbasses at work and... <laughs> Like there's, I just I need I need leaves from the vine, but <laughs> apparently I'm not good enough to have that. So there's so many like remixes and like epic versions and stuff, like great artists out there. And I think I on my other like on my my own Instagram, I follow the guy who made the sound like track and stuff. Like not the sound, just like the music. And you'll put up clips of like, hey, look what I was going through my files and I found this. It's like you have the files. Just put it out there for us. Like we want it. Seriously, like, don't don't be greedy. One of the best parts of Avatar is the music. It's probably like my, it's up there in like my top five things about Avatar. And it's, I love music. Like music makes and breaks any like form of story and media, I would say, you know. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah. Uh, what else? I think that's it for Avatar news. Unless you have anything else. Let me just... Uh, have you almost died? I haven't got to that bit yet. Uh, have I almost died? Uh, no. I was really sore the other day from moving boxes a lot 
for mo- for moving. Like it hurt. Uh, but I I don't think I almost died. But other than that, I'm all good. I'm loosey goosey Gucci. It's already December. Today is December first when we're recording this. That's crazy. That's heinous and repulsive. I feel like I did nothing this year. I mean, pretty much didn't. <laughs> yeah, I have. It's crazy. But yeah, moving on. Uh, let's talk about the show. Let's talk about what we're here to talk about, and that is let's do it. Avatar. Right now we are on episode fourteen. Fourteen. This. So last episode, I love last episode. I wish we'd gotten a little further in depth, but it was just too like tiresome to do so. Um, but this week, I really like this episode. Like, I, it's not an episode I've seen as much. Maybe that's why it feels more fresh to me. But I th- personally think it's a really good episode, especially if you've seen the whole series and you go back to watch this one. Uh, there's some things that you're like, huh maybe this is why this happened or like you know i think so i don't know your thoughts on the episode i agree i i had something that i maybe you're like thinking about too yeah um i want to maybe, maybe we're thinking about the same thing <laughs> well, let's get into it um okay this one okay so this is called the fortune teller so there's a lot of future predictions in this so i'm just going to come out and say it at the beginning if you haven't seen the whole series you are allowed to skip this episode maybe because i feel like i'm going to get into a lot of spoilers for the rest of the series yeah i feel like this episode maybe not intentionally or maybe it was intentional but it sets up a lot of stuff for later on in a way that's like they're like easter eggs i feel you know so yeah uh so what happens <laughs> damn it i lost her again <laughs> and we're back okay i'm gonna have to keep the door open because i feel like if i close it it's gonna cut the internet for some reason so yeah if you hear stuff in the background sorry not my house no anyways so what happens in the episode Andrea? all right let me tell you a little something how about about how it went down so we see the gang you know just taking a break and Aang makes a necklace for Katara out of the fishing line because, you know, he's a simp and he just wanted her to have a necklace on because Zuko stole her mom's. So then Sokka's like, ha ha, Aang, you fucking simp. And then they run into a traveler who's about to get attacked by a platypus bear. Um, but he just stays calm because he talks about this woman named Aunt Wu. So they go to the nearby village and meet Aunt Wu, who's a fortune teller. And, you know... Sokka doesn't believe that he's the science and reason guy. And then, um, you know, Katara is eating it all up, you know, finding about her love life and future and everything like that. Aang listens in on Katara's reading and finds out that Katara is supposed to marry a very powerful bender. And so, you know, he's really he's really feeling cocky about that. Um, he also meets Aunt Wu's helper named Mang. And Mang's fortune was that she was going to marry a big eared boy. And Aang's, you know, he's got some wing nuts on him. So Mang's like, oh shit, I'm going to marry this dude. Um, so we kind of go through that episode of Aang trying to get at Katara. Um, but Sokka told him to be aloof about it. And so Sokka thinks that Aang is being aloof towards Mang, who Aang wants nothing to do with. And she's just being a stalker, watching, like following him around the entire episode. So they just, you know, they're going around this village. What am I trying to say? Okay, so... <laughs> Um, Aang gets his reading done and Aunt Wu's like, there's a very powerful, you know, battle coming up. Like it's like life and death for the entire world. And Aang's like, uh, yeah, I know. What about love? And she's like, the fuck you want to know about love? And he's like, yes. So she makes up some bullshit reading for love for Aang. Um, and so he wants to give Katara this like rare flower. So he goes up to a volcano to go get it. Sees that the volcano is going to erupt but Aunt Wu had predicted that the volcano wouldn't destroy the town. So then Katara and Aang um, mess with the clouds so that she would do a cloud reading to say the town would be destroyed um, by a volcano. And then they save the town. And then at the end, like, Aang does some cool shit with airbending and, like, pretty much defeats a volcano. And Sokka's like, whoa, he's a really powerful bender. And Katara's like, what'd you just say? Because then she, that's like when she kind of realizes that, like, wow, she's probably going to marry Aang. 
And yeah. That was I pretty good. anything, right? Yeah. I think that was the basic, a little more than just the basic gist of it. Yeah. 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 I feel like mine are like, I'm pretty much reciting the episode. That's yeah. what I feel like when I explain them, which is why I like when other people do it because I was, I've never been good at summaries. <laughs> I like when Jasmine does it because it's like it someone. It is bare bones. <laughs> it's like someone who heard the episode from someone who heard the episode. <laughs> So let's start at the beginning. Let, let's start with that fish that's taunting Sokka just to warm it up here. Um, have you ever been taunted by an animal like that before? Have I ever been taunted by an animal? Um, I can't say I have. I mean, like when I'm actually, yes. When, um, like when I had a, when I had a dog and she would, you know, take one of my socks or something and she'd just like juke me out so I wouldn't get it. I'd, I'd say that's the only time I've been taunted by an animal. The experience I have with that is like my cat. He just knocks shit over all the time. Like <laughs> you'll catch him about to do it and then he just stares you like dead. Like he looks at you and like without even looking at the thing he's knocking over, he just like knocks it over and he's like, it's like, what are you gonna do about it? It's like it's it's done, um, and he does that all the time. So that's my experience with that. So that's what kind of it reminded me of. But was the fish actually taunting Sokka? I think I was just in his head. <laughs> um, I feel like it probably was in his head. Yeah, because because I mean we learn later in the episode that he creates all of his does um like mishaps in life. I guess how. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get we'll we'll get to the fortune telling here, um, a little bit in a, in a bit. Um, the next thing that happens that I was just like, oof, is the momo zoning. The momo zone, like that was just <laughs> too okay. So it starts off with Aang being like, "Oh, you look good, Katara," and then Katara is then like, "Oh, Aang's just a sweet boy," and then you're just like, "Oof." you know, friend zone. But then the comparison to being a friend like an animal, that just hurts. Like that is worse than just being like friend zone. That's like that's <laughs> it's like, worse than brother uh, zoning too. Yeah, it is. It's like, ooh, you're an you're like an animal companion to this person. You're not even a person. I just felt really hurt for Ang. So the first oof was Ang is just a good friend. So I wrote that equals oof. Compared to the pet lemur, I wrote infinity oof because I was just like, ouch. <laughs> that that hurt me. Uh, pouring. Or maybe Katara's just, you know, that just playing that aloofness that Sokka later talks about. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just the complete master of it. But I doubt it. Yeah. I guess besides the first episode, is this like the first time we get like that romance between them two sort of thing going um i feel like it's more explicit with ang this time mm -hmm. he straight up tells Sokka that he likes his sister yeah i'm just thinking of the jet episode again where like nothing happens when something should have happened between ang should I have know, been jealous like what was what the honk was that like it does that, that, that just that, makes me so angry right like if you look at this episode and then look at that episode if you look at the first episode it's just like how it just doesn't make sense anyways but it's so palpable that that's in the past if you want to go hear our thoughts on that go back to listen episode 10 so then after that happens did you like would you have worn was that a pretty necklace? I think it was a pretty necklace. I can't remember exactly what it looks like. Let me see if I, there's a picture here. Uh, no picture here. I'm going to save this to the end. So Andrea likes to really pick at the episode and find all the continuity error errors. So at the very end, I have for this episode, we're going to introduce a new segment, which after we talk about our points, I'm going to go through and tell you some goofs, you know, some some things. Oh, in it. wow. And it's just, and Andrea, uh, if you have any goofs, if you want to save them for then, we can talk about them right there because there's a couple in this episode. Like, there's some big ones, actually. But yeah. So moving on, after that happens, 
we hear a bear attack going on. A platypus bear, to be exactly correct. Uh, and then there's this guy who's just like dodging the platypus bear. And I was thinking while I was watching that, like, if there's like an animal planet in the Avatar world, this guy chilling with the bear is like the crocodile hunter because he just <laughs> gave no fucks whatsoever. He was just like, ooh, dodge. Ooh. Like, he was pretty smooth. I thought you would think he would know Kung Fu, but I bet you he didn't. I don't know what was going on there. Um, and then after that happens, everyone rolls up, right? And they're like, play dead or whatever. And then Appa shows up and he growls at it. And the the platypus bear lays an egg. And then Sokka picks it up and smells it. And he's like, mmm, so good. But I can't help to think that an egg that just came out of something wouldn't smell good at all. I don't think anything that comes out of anything would smell good don't you think honestly i've never seen an egg be laid before i i don't know if that was english or not <laughs> i've never seen an egg laid that's still not english any you get the point <laughs> of what i'm trying to freaking say yes but when anything is born and you smell it, it it's got to smell weird right like it, it can't be like mm, i'm gonna eat this you know kind of smell well, no. Well, no, I'm wrong. Or, well, no, it doesn't smell good. No, no, I wouldn't want to just eat it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. And then the egg breaks. I don't know. Um, On his head. That's got to be so warm. Ugh. Ugh. Mm, uh, uh. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. I just wanted to touch on that because I thought it was... Uh, when I like saw it, I was like, eh, "That's not. I wouldn't eat that. Like, I would probably eat it, but I wouldn't like right away. I don't think it would smell good. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah, no. Um, but also, um, Appa came and saved the day again. Yeah, Appa. Appa is always coming in to save the day. If it wasn't for Appa, they would have died in so the North Pole. <laughs> they would have died in the South Pole. Are you kidding? Me? Oh, yeah, in the South Pole. Sorry. <laughs> Appa's just, he's perfect, so. Such a G. Just, just remember how amazing Appa is and all these little character moments. And then maybe one day he'll be gone and you'll really miss him. Just saying. Uh, Ooh, wow, that was heavy. Yeah. Then they go to the village and they come up on the fortune teller. Let's talk about this fortune teller. So my big question for the fortune teller I... for you. Oh, okay. Is the fortune teller just is the fortune teller legit or is she just bullshit? Um I feel like she's legit. How legit? Too legit to quit. <laughs> All right, that's enough out of Andrea. That was Re the episode. Really? Really? You get to say Avatar Aang to Avatar Zang every episode, but as soon as I say too legit to quit, I get canceled. Fuck on out of here. Yeah. That's my catchphrase. Yeah, that is not a catchphrase. Slap a pow is a catchphrase. Kapatokua. That's my catchphrase now. Anyways, what were you going to say? You think it's legit, though? I think she's legit. I mean, how is, like, Katara marrying a powerful bender? I mean, come on. I think she... I think she's, like, uh, other pop culture reference here. Uh, she's, like, Harry Potter's fortune teller Trelawney where she has like her moments but most of the time she's just like faking it until she makes it like because she still has to read out of the book and stuff you know like she's not like a hundred percent legit I guess you know like maybe you she could still be you could still be legit and need need like a refresher yeah but what I'm saying it's like Trelawney has like she is part of like this great line of seers and but they're cursed so they can only kind of see some stuff right like most of the time they're not so maybe she's like that where she has like this spiritual thing going but most of the time it's not right it's just every now and then she is i guess i don't know if that makes sense 
sound words? Those were words, but were they digestible? I don't That's think so. That's a different so. story. I don't know. <laughs> let us know in the comment section. What I want, I don't know if I want to understand it, but like I'm curious about it is the fact that she wears like Air Nomad like colors. Mm. Like just like her clothing style just seems very similar to Aang's. It does. You're right. It looks like monk clothes. Yeah. Um, Could it be it's one of those like airbender people that escaped and this is like a grandchild of one of them that escaped kind of like the Tylee theory sort of thing? Maybe. Do you think um, airbenders would have more like foresight like that than the other people? I feel like they would because like with Aang like because he's so connected and everything like that to the world like in the swamp and he like sees someone that he's going to meet you know mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. it could be argued that like that's just because he's the avatar mm-hmm. but i mean i feel like when you're an air nomad you are just naturally very spiritual and connected to more life than others right so i mean potentially she could be an air nomad descendant and like mm-hmm. have taken on that really extreme spirituality to the point where she's so connected with everything that like she can see it. Because I was also, re- I was going to say this for later, but I guess I'll bring it up right now. I was also reading that in like in this one at at one point they're like any earthbender when the volcano explodes, like any earthbenders follow me and then we see twins and one of them is an airbender and the other one isn't. But I was reading that air nomads, if you're an airbender, like twin, even if you're a twin and you were descend you came from airbending, you're going to be an airbender. Like there's no half and half, you know? It's like if your parent was an airbender, you're gonna be an airbender. Sort. Well then how would you um I, that's what I read. I, I, but then what about Kaya? Aang's daughter. She's a waterbender. Well, I think it's like if you're both airbenders, maybe. Like airbender plus airbender equals airbender. Well, that makes sense. Because I don't think... Uh, let me see. I have it like right here in front of me. It is definitively shown that even with identical twins, one can be born a bender while the other is not. Of course, this would not apply to air nomad twins who would always be born as airbenders. Okay, so it's air nomad twins. Okay. Yeah. I guess air nomad twins makes sense. Not like all the kids of an airbender have to be airbenders. I guess. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I forgot where I was. I was going somewhere with what you were saying in that, but I forgot now. That's okay. Yeah, whatever. But I mean, I guess it makes sense that the air genes don't just dominate. Right. But I guess they're more dominant got... than any other bending, if that happens. I Maybe that's why when Tenzin has kids, they all like, they're just all airbenders and there's no normal bender, you know, in Korra. And then the mom, and the mom is like, I just want a non-bender. And <laughs> right. it's like, mm, sorry. You're not going to get that. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's it. So the other thing I want to talk about regarding the fortune teller is the fortunes that she does say and which ones do come true and which ones don't. Do you remember all the fortunes she says? Um, I believe sh- I do, maybe, possibly. Um, there's the guy who is going to be wearing red shoes and he meets his like soulmate. Right. Um, there's the girl whose true love is going to give her a panda lily. There's Meng, who's going to marry a big-eared boy. Katara's going to marry a powerful bender and then die after her third great-grandchild peacefully in her sleep. Um, Sokka's going to self-inflict pain and suffering on himself. She told someone that he shouldn't bathe. All right. Um, she said it was going to be a great year for twins, good year for crops. The volcano would not explode. The volcano would not destroy the, the town. Yes. I, I think, think that's that, all of them. Yeah. And then... And the two at the beginning, which was, it would be a safe passage for the guy and that it was going to rain. Um, oh, yes. The one that I, I, I picked out the most, which I think would have been cool if they had stuck to it, but at the same time would have been sad. 
uh, was that Katara will have a third grandchild before passing away in her sleep. Which, it's great-grandchild. Was it great-grandchild? It's great-grandchild. I thought it was just grandchild. No, no, no. It's great-grandchild. Because I was always like thought, like, damn, she's going to be old as hell. So, like, I knew she wasn't going to be dying in Korra because those are only grandchildren. Was it? Yeah. Oh my God, are you are you trying to fact check the Avatar expert again? A- this yes, nev- I, I this am. This never this ev- this never ever works out for you. Listen, I gotta I gotta I gotta check the Avatar expert here. I'm sorry, I have to check you. Why? Here. It's literally it's her third great grandchild. Checking her, checking her, check, fact, did you even check. Watch, did you even watch the episode, bro? I did. I took notes. I even went back to that specific part because I feel like... It's the great-grandchild. Uh, I don't know about that one. You're wasting so much time by doing I'm, this. I'm not. I'm not. It's right here in front of me. So I guess they all came true then. If If this... Yeah, I guess they all actually came true. So maybe she is not BS after all. Because that person did find true love, I guess. I don't know why the guy was showering. Andrea is right once again. Thank you very much. Sokka, does he self-inflict pain on himself? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would know because I do it to myself. You looked it up? What? Do you want me to play the audio of third great-grandchild? Sure, please do. Okay, fine. That's what we're going to do. All right, what do you want to talk about now? While While I get that. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is... Should we get political here? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm always down to get political. Because I found some great, like, memes in this episode with the state of the world at the moment. Where Saka, the, the one line that can sum up most of the world right now is when the guy, when Saka's trying to convince everyone that she's not, she's not really a fortune teller. And then one guy goes, can your science explain why it rains? Why it rains? And then Sokka's like, yes, <laughs> yes, it can. And people are like, can your science explain why we need masks? And it's like, yes. Can your science explain climate change? Yes, it can. Yeah. So I thought there was some great like memes, like not even that. There was another one. I didn't write it down, but that's the one that stood out the most to me. And I was like, oh, that, that's a good one. Why have I not seen this in my like feed? I'm surprised. You know, this perfect context for the, what's going on right now. So the next thing that happens is the volcano. Oh, wait, I want to, before we move on to the volcano, uh, sticking with the predictions part, um, once at the end when uh, Aang does the cool bending and stuff, uh, Sokka says, wow, you know, sometimes I forget that. Okay, okay. Oh, here um, it is. Sorry, I don't. I don't mean to just interrupt you. Yeah. Um, but I thought you would want to hear this. Okay. <laughs> Have your third great grandchild before quietly passing away in your sleep. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's the avatar saying? expert for a reason, but I'm here to challenge her. That's what I'm here to do. Why? Why? Because it's, it's content. <laughs> It's annoying. Okay. So as I was saying before I was interrupted. Stop. Um, that's my line. Okay. <laughs> uh, when Katara realizes that Aang is a powerful air, air like powerful, pa- powerful bender. My thought was, do you think it was like an inception thought put into Katara? Where if she had never met the fortune teller and the fortune teller hadn't said, you will meet a powerful bender. And then Sokka hadn't gone, man, that kid's a powerful bender. Do you think they would have ever ended up together? Wait, that's literally in my notes. <laughs> Great. I literally have Perfect. like, I literally have, do you think Katara only ended up with Aang because of the predictions? Like she just kept in the back of her head or something. Perfect. What did you, what did you come <laughs> up for an answer for your own question? <laughs> Um, I think yes. I, I I feel like. Go ahead. I I feel like she was pretty heavily bound to these predictions from Aunt Wu. Like really trusted and believed in her, even after the fact of the volcano and everything. Maybe Aunt I Wu was like... just like 
she's not like a fortune teller. She's just really good at reading body language, and she just sensed like the tension there between them, possibly. But lots of people don't know Aang is the Avatar when they meet him until he says he's the Avatar, or until he airbends. So, like, what if she's like didn't know that about Aang either? Well, I mean, he has his arrows, so he's obviously I know, but like a powerful. Katara bender. was like, "You're the Avatar," even though he had his arrows. But she's older. Like, I feel like older people know what an airbender... Like, maybe he's not... They don't know he's the Avatar, but they know, like, airbenders have arrows. And, you know. And for all we know, she could be a descendant of an airbender, so... Um, but, yeah, I think... I, I don't know. Like, personally, I'm not sure. Because... Even after everything they go through, skipping ahead to, what was that? What's the episode where they raid the fire palace? Day of Black Sun. The Day of Black Sun. They've already had like this whole moment, but Katara is still like, yeah, I mean, there's like a lot going on. So maybe it's not the best time to talk about the relationship, but she's still not sure about Aang and her being a thing you know mm-hmm. so I don't know maybe it maybe it wouldn't have happened so I'm going to say the opposite I'm going to say I don't think I think that this had to happen and I think that Anwu incepted Katara okay okay but speaking of powerful bending shall we talk about that whole volcano thing going on there and how it ties into his past life. Um, yes, because I also wanted to talk about this. Perfect. <laughs> because it really bothered me. <laughs> how so? Wait, how do you mean? Okay, so it bothers me that Aang is fighting this volcano mm-hmm. and he defeats the volcano with just airbending. Mm-hmm. And teamwork. And, and well, I, I think the moat hardly did anything. Uh, the trench. I feel like it hardly did anything. I like, guess. yeah, it caught some, but mm-hmm. I feel like it hardly did anything. Go ahead. Okay. <sighs> if I think about and, it, it also bothers me, but I want to hear your thoughts. Like, Roku was a full-ass, fully realized avatar, and he's still lost. The volcano still killed him. Aang is a 12-year-old boy who only really mastered airbending, and that's it. Right. Beats this thing flickety-split. I'm like, also... Wh- also How? bothered by the okay the part that bothers me the most is that in the on the, in the winter solstice we find out that it appears that Roku was a lava bender <laughs> so i don't know how a volcano would be how you if you're a lava bender you can be defeated by a volcano which is what it does it gives you it spews out lava so that's the part that bothers me but I also think that Aang was able to defeat it because of what happened to Roku. And Roku maybe now knew, maybe it was Roku's knowledge of the volcano that he was able to stop it this time. But doesn't he only have the knowledge in the Avatar state? No, because... Oh, wait, no, because he talks to the past lives in the Lion Turtle episode. That and be and I feel like there's always like small characteristics that transfer over between avatars. Like, you know, like in this episode specifically, the the one the thing that I keep seeing popping up online is the papaya scene, the way that Aang stands, and also Korra with later on stands the same way. I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't, but I can imagine it. Yeah. So they both. I've seen, I feel like I feel like I've seen enough Korra. Mm-hmm. Even though I've only seen the first two seasons, I feel like I've seen enough to like kind of know her mannerisms. Yeah, so I feel like it's. I mean, especially if it killed. This was the thing that killed Roku. So maybe it's like, yeah, scarred. he had a hundred years to. He had a hundred years to think on it. How right. he would do it differently. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, kid, you got this. So I guess he figured it out. And I also feel like this volcano wasn't as bad as the one that Roku had to That's true. Square up with, it wasn't. You know? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, oh, another scene that I found pretty cool bending wise was the cloud scene where they're bending the clouds. I thought that was really cool and um the animation looked really cool there too as well. Uh, oh yeah. 
it kind of reminded me of Harry Potter. Like the way the skull looked. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. At first, I thought they were going to make a fluffy bunny because earlier. Oh, same. Yeah, I was like, they got it. I don't know why they did it. They should have done the fluffy bunny. I don't know. if I guess skull means just like everyone get out. But the skull I, was volcanic doom, right? I guess it was, yeah. But what what did the skull mean? The skull was like, um, I don't know. I think what, the skull was just like everyone dying or something like that. Maybe I'm not sure, but yeah, this should, I think the the skull was just volcanic doom. The fluff bunny was like pff, apocalypse, right? But yeah, anyways, this is another uh, Dave Filoni episode. So I always like Filoni episodes. Okay, Over. this is going kind of far back, but I forgot mm-hmm. to ask it earlier. Go for it. Would you want to know your future? Yes, because even if it's not good, Aunt Wu at the end said, you have, you still have the power to change your destiny. So as long as it works like that, I'm all for it. Okay. Okay. Would you? Um, absolutely. I hate surprises. And... Um, I guess with the, with hating surprises, I would live my life exactly as how Aunt Wu predicts so that I know it's coming. Okay. But I mean, have you? I kind of, but then again, I feel like Iroh where he's like, there's only one surprise left and I'd rather keep it that way. Mm. Like, cause spo- spoiler alert, um, Uncle Iroh meets Aunt Wu later on in the series. Do they? Yes. When they're hunting them. Hmm. With the sheer shoe in like the next couple episodes, actually. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember. Um, what? So I guess like the one surprise for me it would be like I don't want to know how I die. Would you want to know how you die? Uh, no, absolutely not. No, because I already have enough anxiety as it is. I don't want to. I don't want to like shut myself in a box. Damn. Yeah, I want to go out like, wow, didn't see that one coming. Well, I, I kind of want to see it coming a little bit. But uh, so let's do the portion I was talking about the show, unless you have something else. Um, I've got possibly a couple things. Um, no, talked about that, talked about that. Um, okay, just it's just it kind of bothered me. Not bothered me. It was just funny or ironic how... Sokka is telling Aang to like be aloof and stuff mm-hmm. when Sokka is the biggest simp next to Aang. <laughs> but Sokka gets all the ladies. <laughs> yeah, but he's still a simp. <laughs> like any anytime he sees Suki, he's like, Suki! Like, <laughs> way to act aloof, Sokka. You're really acting aloof. Yeah. And like Yue, with Yue, he's literally chasing Oof. her down, falling into the water canals. And she's married or something. <laughs> She was engaged. She was engaged. Interesting. Yeah, he's not very aloof whatsoever. Yeah, that's true. Um, he's just like just had- one of those guys that like reads how to be cool on the internet, but he's not. <laughs> well, I still think Sokka is cool. I yeah. think he reads. I think he just reads like pickup artist tips. I, I think he just like, tries like- to apply them. He's cool when he's not trying to be. Like when he tries, yeah. it's like, stop. <laughs> so let's go into the goops. This is what I found. It's on the fandom page for Avatar. There's a couple. So the necklace at the beginning, where'd it go? It's at the beginning, but once they get to the village, right? it's just gone. <laughs> where'd it go? I would like maybe Katara took it off because she didn't want to lose it either. But it's also like, mm. Mm. but yeah. Uh, so the next thing is when the gang gathers in the village, the villagers to warn them about the eruption. The woman who speaks first is initially wearing a purple and pink robe, and when she speaks again, it turns green, and then her robe <laughs> keeps changing color several times. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if they like messed it up and they were like, just keep changing the colors. It's a thing now. Uh, And then the last thing was when the volcano erupts, the trees are not on fire. (laughs) Like, I think they're in the lava, but they're not on fire. And Yeah, even the fucking stone caught on fire. Like, what? (laughs) But yeah, those were some of the goofs. 
that I read and I was like, huh, that's interesting. But then I have a big fact here. This one is big, I think, for this episode. Before we close out the episode, let's talk about Ming. She sounds like Toph. You know why? Because it is. Because it is Toph. It is voiced by uh, Ming is Jesse Flowers. Uh, Jesse Flowers, now Michaela Murphy. And so this was her like Avatar debut. And then later on, she would come back to play Toph. When I saw it this morning, I was like, that sounds like Toph. And I was like, ah, probably not, isn't But then I... It's in, it's in my notes. Is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, so I thought that was pretty neat. And do we ever see Meng again? No, we don't. Mm. Which in our, um, you know, our proposed uh, sequel. Yes. I would like to see what happens with her. What does the big eared man look like that she marries? Me too. I do. I was, I had that. Does her hair get manageable? I probably doesn't. Um, But maybe she does something cool with her hair later on. Like she cuts it and she has like a short hair sort of thing going on. But yes, I she just begins to stalk everyone. No, I do want that spinoff for her. Actually, I would be very much interested. I do. I did like that moment they have when Aang goes back into like they sneak in to find the book because they're going to change it. And then they have Mm -hmm. that moment where it's like, you don't really like me, do you? Like the same way I do. And they like bond because of that. And then I also like at the end when. Katara's like bye and then she's like you know oh she's like okay hold on my mom and I quote this all the time she says it anytime she thinks I'm dressing scandalous just floozy floozy what is a floozy is this where I've heard it from because I I was in the car the other day and I asked my girlfriend do I look like a floozy and I just said it because I thought it was a fun word but I don't know if it was inappropriate but then I heard it here so I was like, I guess it wasn't super inappropriate if it's this cartoon. So Floozy is a young woman who has many casual sexual partners or who dresses or behaves in a sexually provocative way. Yeah, I am a Floozy. <laughs> I am a Floozy as well. <laughs> I am in both the... senses, I am a Floozy. <laughs> floozy, Floozy. Um, I have to be the hottest person in the TJ Maxx. <laughs> Okay. Do you have anything else? <laughs> Just okay. That's enough out of you. That's enough. Um, let me just double check real quickie. Mm. Um Oh, I think the only thing I had it left is imagine if this town didn't have earthbenders. Oh yeah. <laughs> None of them looked like <laughs> earthbenders, just... so I was like, I don't know why Aang's even asking for earthbenders. <laughs> Yeah, that was just that was my last thing. It was just if they didn't have any, they were fucked. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they must have been digging really fast. <laughs> yeah, they they dug a lot. Like when I was like, how either this volcano was really slow, or everyone's just digging really quickly. Mm, it's crazy. I like the little ashes that start falling at one point. I don't. Know. I, I yes. The aesthetic, I really like the aesthetic of the episode. It's good. I like it. I like it a lot. Great town. Everyone dresses pretty cool. Some good bending, some good animation. Uh, what would you rate this episode out of 10? I would give this an 8 out of 10. I really like this episode. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I'm there with you too. 8 out of 10 sounds good. And then the next episode, next week, is Bato of the Water Tribe. So, that's what oh, we'll be I talking. love this episode. I don't remember this. I kind of remember. Sorry. This is the one where they get the 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 smelly creature comes in, right? Ah, I lost her. We're about to close. No, 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 no. Why did he have to disappear? Hi. Oh, I think are there two calls going on? Oh no. Yeah, because you're on my other computer too. <laughs> Um, oh, sorry. I was talking to Maggie. Um, Botch of the Water Tribe. That's what we'll be talking about next week. I love this episode. I was at this is the one with the smelly creature, right? With the what? The creature that smells stuff. Uh, yes. Okay. 
that's a good one. I think I, I kind of remember it. I don't remember it as much. It's when I was like just talking about. I I, <laughs> I just Uncle Ira meets Aunt Wu. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. Uh, I just realized I've seen the episodes that we did not like at all <laughs> a lot, and these <laughs> the ones that get when it starts getting good. I've only seen them like once or twice. Uh, at this point, I've seen them like four times like this year um oh my gosh so i've seen them a lot it's because i watch them like four times before the podcast um but yeah i'm excited i think that does it for me um that also does it for me cool it's also bed way past my bedtime uh i'm i'm actually feeling pretty good and awake but i'll probably go to bed soon Anyways, I hope you enjoyed. Everyone enjoyed this week's episode. Um, as always, be sure to follow us, like, subscribe, share it, share it with the world. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Pippin Paddleopsicopolis Podcast. I haven't posted stuff there in a while. Just been busy. I also don't have a place to edit at the moment. <laughs> and I think I'm gonna be moving the podcast. So yeah, actually, I'm just gonna announce it today. Possibly the next podcast will be moved. Not this one, but the next one will start on Mondays because my schedule is about to change. Andrea's schedule will be changing in the future. So probably better off to start getting used to a new schedule for us to record and, you know, edit that kind of thing and just to put out. Also, Mondays is podcast day. I think most people listen to podcasts on Mondays. I know that's when I do. So, but yeah, anyways, thanks for listening. If you have any topic suggestions, feel free to send those over on Instagram or we have a Gmail. You can Gmail us. No one ever does, but it's Pippin Paddleopsicopolis podcast at gmail.com. Andrea, any notes, closing notes? I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Me too. Me too. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.